The table was bolted into the floor. I tried to flip the table. Oh no, it's Rolf Harris. Boo! I'm bad again. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my podcast. Yeah, I've got so angry I've got gas. Oh, everything is stupid bald head. That dumb tattoo. <laughs> everything. Oh, he's just... He looks like... He, he, no, he looks like an offender. Hello and welcome to the K&K Wrestle Factory. My name is Kyle. I am one of your hosts and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kaylee. Me again. Still here. Came back. Somehow. Somehow we're still going. I don't know. No one cancelled us. Well, I mean, I've apparently been cancelled eh, according to Twitter. Don't know what I've done. Don't know what I've done. Apparently I know what I've done, but... The fact that you got cancelled before I did um, says something. I mean, quite surprising really, isn't it? I don't think anyone would have had money on that. Maybe they're just like my cheeky charm. True, as well as. But we are back. Last week we had our WrestleZone Battle of the Nations review, which seems to have gone down a treat. We've not offended anyone too much um, that we know of. I'm sure we'll find up find out next time we go up to Aberdeen uh, and get pelters from someone. But everyone seems to be happy so far. Yeah, and um, it's for certain no one's going to listen to this one because it's not a WrestleZone review. Yeah, that's true. We're not putting the boys over. Um, I think we should start just having like a, a wee like thing at the end where like we rank WrestleZone wrestlers just to really get them need to join in and listen. Okay, or we can play like wrestles on Bingo, where throughout it we just drop a name and just see what happens. Lynn Ironside, house. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, since the last episode, we've obviously been very active on TikTok. That's our our new thing that we're trying out. Seems to be going down all right. Well, I feel like if we talk about game about. Um, WrestleZone having to use social media maybe we should for our podcast so yeah you've been absolutely smashing it on there I just go on retweet it or whatever you do on TikTok and uh, that's it and keep it going but I kissed it pretty much pretty much um so yeah if you are interested in you know seeing some of our memes or clips from the podcast without having to sit and listen to us for two hours then feel free to follow us over on TikTok. King, sorry, let me get this right. KK WrestlePod on TikTok. Yes, you got that right. So I join us over there. We'll have a laugh. Today, though, we have got an interesting episode lined up. Now, I am going to call this Room 316 because I think that is, yeah. I think that's quite clever. Isn't it? Um, plus, Room 101 is probably like trademarked or something. Isn't it? Yeah, I feel like we're not actually allowed to use Room 101. So it's Room 316 and it's a bit more fitting. It's Room 316, it is. So that's the plan for today. We're going to be talking about the things that annoy us about wrestling, things we don't like, things we want to banish forever. And then we'll have a bit of a chat about it and see what we think. But more importantly, I'd like to see what you guys think. So when we get into our topics, if you completely disagree with us or think we're absolutely mental, which you might, given some of them, 
hit us up on Twitter um, and uh, let us know what you think. But before we get into that, uh, but housekeeping, first of all. Yeah. Um, anything interesting happened since the, the last episode for you? I got a bike. You have? That is true. I'm not a biker, so no biggie or anything. But uh, yeah, you all know me by now. Quite spontaneous. Do what I want. Um, and I woke up one day and thought, I'm going to get a bike. This is what my life has become. So I did want to get like a real bike, um, motorbike, and then thought, I've not got a license anymore. So that's not good. But that sounds as if I got my license taken off me. Now I just have like a CBT only take like every two years. I realised that sounded well dodgy. As that's what she wants you to think. Well, I do have a history of getting really drunk, so. Um, so, yeah, so I thought this could be fun. And then I realised, like I said, didn't have a licence. And then I just went online and just found, like, it's an, like an electronic bike. So it looks like a moped, but it's just a bike with an engine on it. And you don't need a licence. And it still goes fast. It goes, like, what, like, 28 miles per hour if it's not um, been modified. And yeah, that's what I do now. I kick about everywhere. Catch me in the G33, just kick about. So if you see me, just wave. This is true. Kaylee does just cut about now. You need your messages. I'm there. You need in for the shops. I'm there. I'm kicking about roundabouts and everything. Do what I need to do. Just kicking about the roads. So honestly, if there was a way to get up to Aberdeen that avoided motorways um, and didn't take about 40 years, Kaylee would do it 100%. Honestly, it's brilliant. So, all I have to do is charge it. I've had it like what, like a week and a bit. I've only had to charge it once. And I've been everywhere, you name it. I've been to the shops, people's houses, we scenic routes. I've been to the park. I've been to a lock. Been around the shops. Um, And it's so much fun. No road tax, no MOT better for the environment i thought you were going to start singing the uh, only fools and horses in the like, intro there <laughs> um so yeah like it, it's funny i might look mental on it but i don't care and you know um i'm a biker now so i'm a bit hardcore that's true what can yeah. i say now people might think it's a bit random to be fair but you have obviously had a, an actual bike before yeah it was so, so fun. Yeah, when I was 16, I decided that I was going to um, get a bike, even though my mum said no. I decided to go do my test, um, pass my test, and just turn up to the gaff um, with a motorbike. And yeah, that was fun. I suppose I got in a lot of trouble. But it was a cushy. Do you know what I mean? It was brilliant. So no one else I knew could drive. And I used to turn up to school when I went um, on a moped. Yeah. Saved you from, you know, dodgy looks from a bus driver. Yeah, nah, it got to the point where I didn't like school. So if I was going on the bus and the bus driver gave me a dirty look, I'd say this wasn't about school that day. Um, I'm doing all right, I suppose. I mean, knowing you, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Like, the more you tell that story, the more it makes sense over the years. Yeah, I have loads of stories about school, but I don't think that's what this podcast's for. Like the fact that my school also had an on-site police officer. Now that's hilarious. But anyway, you know, if anyone is interested in Kaylee's 
school tales let us know that could be a, a special one week you know? the east end tales exactly um for me um i so today i decided that i was going to become a coffee guy right don't tell me this so it was a very last minute decision so i have i never drink coffee or tea or anything like that um but I feel like as an adult, you need to have one, one of the two, right? I feel like you kind of need, like, see when you go to somebody's house and they're like, oh, do you want a tea or a coffee? And you're like, we got juice. You seem like an eight-year-old, do you know what I mean? Uh, hold on a minute. So you're trying to tell me you're straight edge, right? And now you're trying to say you can't say no? The guy who drinks Monster? I, plus, I tan these all the time, right? But I don't know. I mean, maybe I need to, my caffeine fix in other ways, do you know what I mean? Nah, if you have any more caffeine, you're going to actually shite yourself just walking and no, waking so up in the morning. The plan was for it to be a replacement. Why? Well, because it feels sophisticated, doesn't it? Yeah, but coffee smells. I realise this, right? So, now, I did try the coffee from the machine and work. Like, it wasn't good coffee I tried. Nah. But I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? Is It's free, so I'm not going to waste my money on it. Um, but what I'll do is I'll get as much milk as possible in it and as much sugar as possible in it to try and take away the coffee flavour. Not still tasted like arse, right? Worst thing in the world. No thank you. Get in the bin. <laughs> okay. So what made you try it? Um, I don't know. I walked past the coffee machine and I thought... And you thought, mmm, smells a shite, I'm going to eat it. No, I thought, I'm going to get a bash. And it was like legit within a... It was a split-second decision. And I regretted it. Okay. Also, I feel like anyone listening will agree. I've never tried coffee myself, right? But I feel like anyone is... is well, everyone will say that because you tried it out, the wee terrible machine and work, that doesn't count. You're going to have to try a real coffee. No, but same, it's the same thing. That's like no, it's not because like I drink tea and the tea in those machines is not the same. Like yeah. unless you like to drink something that feels like you've had a rusty like spoon kept in it, it's not the same. <sighs> I quite like the rusty taste to be quite honest, right? I don't know, there's something wrong with me. Maybe because I was depressed working there. I was alright with it. But I don't know. I don't know, but honestly, of all things to try, right? Like... You decided coffee was the one. Yeah, so apparently coffee is not on the table for me um, anytime soon. So, yeah. Does that not go against your whole straight edge thing now? No. Okay. I mean, these are definitely worse in terms of caffeine. So. Fair play. That's what it is. Anyway, it's a wrestling podcast, isn't it? So we should probably talk about some wrestling stuff. Uh, we'll do a bit of a catch-up before we get into the old uh, Room 316 with some wrestling news. So we are obviously going to Clash of the Castle in September and some interesting news um, came out the other night about that. Drew McIntyre has apparently been pulled from live events due to a back injury. Now they're saying, they're not seeing him, they don't think it's likely he's going to get surgery off the back of this, but the fact he's been pulled from shows, bit of a worry. Well, he has been carrying the UK for about three years, isn't he? True. In WWE. Um, 
it's interesting because, well, obviously I've not saw the house shows he's been doing, but he hasn't really been doing much the last couple of weeks. Um, so I don't really know how he hurt himself. It might just be through training or whatever, but I wonder if that'll make any changes to the plans that they've got because was there not a rumour that they were maybe going to put Carrie and Cross in and make it a three-way? And I'm thinking, that. see, so I think Drew might get it. I think Drew might win at Clash of the Castle, even though I think it would be weird. But the whole Roman thing, it has to end at some point. And I think we're better than to make Drew win there. Because you know how he never had his mania moment the first time properly? True. And never really got it. This would be like his mania moment. So I think they kind of own it. Even though controversially, he's been a bit boring lately. Right? I love him because he's Scottish, but I'm also a wee bit like he had his moment and just everything's the same. Nothing's evolved yet. Yeah. His, his sword's got bent and that's about it. But you never know. You could do something else. Um, so yeah, I wonder if that's going to make any differences or not. If they'll be worried about putting a potential title on him if his back's going to give out. Well, that was what I was thinking. Like, I'm hopeful that he wins at Clash, but I don't think he will. Like, for me, it doesn't make sense. It'll be a riot if there's not. Like, I don't know. Plus, WrestleMania has sold very well so far. Um, like, the tickets only went on sale for, like, over a weekend, like, over the weekend, and they've sold a lot of tickets for WrestleMania. Yeah, but so- think... Like the plan for Mania, there's all the rumours that it's going to be The Rock versus um, Roman. You don't need a title for that. If but, anything, without the title, would be better. But that's true. But do you think Drew versus somebody on that show is big enough for that occasion? Well, it's it's weird though, because no, I'll be honest, no. But at the same time, you Again, your main event isn't going to be the title match. Your main event will be Roman versus him. Do you know what I mean? And There's also, two nights, though. To be quite honest, um, I honestly don't think that Drew would hold the title to win anyway, even if he won it. Like, you know for a fact there's going to be a lot of changes. That's not going to be the direction it's going to go in. Like I said, bring him up again. You've got carrying cross. So even if Drew wins, who says he's going to keep it till then? You've got Austin Theory, which I think is dumb to be holding the money in the bank. But again, I honestly don't think um, if Roman loses, I don't think the person who wins it is going to hold it to Mania. I think they're going to have a kind of like quick turnaround. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that Cody comes back before WrestleMania. Now, um, there you go. There's a big match. Could you imagine Cody against um, Drew? I mean, I'd like to see... Cody come back at the Rumble mm. and win it. That would be something. I think that would be really cool. Um, I don't know. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Like It's a bit of a, an interesting time because we've got three matches announced so far for Clash of the Castle. So you've got um, your Drew versus Roman. That's yep. your, your main event. You've got um, the six-woman tag team match mm-hmm. with uh, Bailey Yoshirai uh, and Dakota Kai against... Do you remember who they're against? Because I certainly don't. Oh, it's mm. Bianca, Becky and... Oh, yeah. Dang it. 
We should probably know that. Um, and then you've got Liv Morgan against Shayna Baszler. Now, that will be really good. Now, what I really want to say at the back of this is I really want to see maybe Shayna win and then Ronda be like, hello? Could you imagine that? Shayna and Ronda would be a good match. That would be. That because would be very good. As much as everyone wants to see them two teaming up, I really want to see them go against each other. Because personally, I think Shayna Baszler is way better. Um, but we'll, really, she has a better wrestler, like full stop, no matter what. Like, doesn't matter what your opinion is, she has a better wrestler. She's been doing it for a lot longer. Um, and I think it's interesting she's finally getting her opportunity. And honestly, like, it was fun. We all were behind Love Morgan at like, the start of the year. But I think by the time she got the title, we, she'd kind of lost her momentum. And she's cool and all that. I think she's a like, cool wrestler. She's like, did pretty, but she's not, she's not champion material. Like, it just is not for her just now. She's not at that calibre. When you've got people that are ready just now. Like, I know yeah. she's not, like, she's in the, the triple, like, the, it's just sort of, like, the six-way match. But Bailey, for example, you've got someone like Bailey. Why are we believing Liv Morgan? Um, no, I don't get it. I get you. I get you. So, speaking of your shrine, or your sky, sorry, and um, Dakota Kai and Bailey, etc. Um, one of the news articles this week was talking about Triple H apparently not slowing down, bringing in new talent, or bringing in old talent, essentially, the guys that were in NXT, um, yeah. etc. And he's really made a stamp on the roster so far. Uh, apparently the Dio Sky and Dakota Sky stuff was very last minute. Um, pretty much as soon as he took over, he was in wheels of motion of bringing people back. So I think that's an interesting point. Apparently it's not going to be slowing down. There's going to be more names coming in very soon. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the thing because just look at it. Back in the day, you would watch NXT regular. When would you really watch Raw and SmackDown, to be quite honest? And then you'd watch Raw and SmackDown for what you had to watch. Um, and mostly when they went to the main roster, which would then be ruined. Whereas it's very interesting. Triple H is bringing people back and it's really like, it's all the people you want to see. Like, yeah. there's, no, there's no one he's brought back yet that I've been like, hmm. Um, they've, they've all been quite interesting. I think they've, they've all, they can all bring something. It feels really fresh again. I don't feel like it's the same people doing the same thing because it's getting to a point, even like the title picture, going back to what we were saying a couple minutes ago, it's the same names we're seeing in the title picture. It's like what's happening's happened. Um, it's very interesting. It feels really fresh. I like that everything's interlocking. And to be honest, if I had to put my like money on who's coming back, I think Miro's the next one. Um, I could see it. Did you not see the tweets that he had out? Mm-hmm. So it was like, where do you think you had like the bigger push? It was like AW or WWE. And to be honest, as much as people maybe don't like it, he did have a better push in um, WWE. He looked better in AEW, but that was more a personal thing for him. Yeah. That wasn't like the company. That's just what he did to himself. Um, well, they put him in. They put him in like a joke, a jokey sort of like silly faction. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was a bit silly, considering he could be a top guy. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? and I genuinely think if he came back, he would be. He now. Because the thing that I always, with Rusev as a character, I always thought he had about 80% of 
of what you wanted. He was just missing something and you didn't really know what it was. And it just felt like his look never fit who he was. And then he started to find who he was as he got let go. So honestly, I genuinely believe he know he's comfortable in who he is now. He looks like a brute. He looks like the person he was trying to be. And I think now he's believable. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad if they brought back Lana as well, to be quite honest. Um, because back in the day when she was like his proper like manager, I think it was a really cool like dynamic. Because you don't get that often these days. You don't really no. get like the the manager side of it. There's only a couple and they're very good at what they do. Like Paul Heyman. Like I know he's like flip-flopping about right now, but it brings so much. Um you don't really get the the female managers anymore either. Not really. They'll mm. think they're better than that now because of the female revolution. Fair. Um on the topic, obviously, of Triple H bringing back names, there's been a lot more changes with, with Triple H. There was an interview that Dewdrop did recently um, where she was speaking about potentially looking at a name change um, now that Triple H is in charge. But one that probably interests you the most is there's a, a bit of a, a bit of rumours going around about Pete Dunne potentially going back to the old bruiserweight Pete Dunne and dropping the, the butch stuff right everyone knows how much i fancy pete dunn right i would oh i love that man honestly everything about him favorite person in the world right so i'm a bit biased but i'll take that out a minute sorry king i love you too what i have to say is though someone like pete dunn can like this is what never makes sense about wwe and they want you to watch all their products they make sure you know about all their products but then they insult you for watching all their products. And what I mean by that is they try and act like they're all, they, they advertise them all on the shows, they're all in the same universe, but then they pretend that if someone was in NXT with a couple of the main roster, you shouldn't know who they are. Like, how does that make sense? So with that, what I'm saying is Pete Dunne, think of the lineage he had with the, the UK title. So he was, he wasn't the first to hold the title, but he had like one of the longest reigns of any title that they've ever had. Um, it was absolutely just battering everyone. His name carried so much. And then they thought, we'll bring him on here and pretend that none of that happened. Like, what? They were doing, like, he had one of the best um, matches with Tyler. Um, and it won, like, their award that year of, like, the best match of the year. So he's done so much. Why are they pretending that we don't know who he is? And honestly, it's just insulting. Now, again, maybe I'm a wee bit more biased than the average bear, because, no pun, um, because I do love him, but he needs to go back to Pete Dunne, the bruiser weight, and just batter people, like, honestly. That's what I want to say again. I think the, the Butch stuff hasn't been terrible. Like, it's not, like, a bad thing. Like, he's, he's done quite well with it. It's quite funny. Um, but, yeah, like, Pete Dunne built a brand around himself as the bruiser weight. You knew what you were getting with him. You know, he's that guy I mean he was the face of British wrestling for you know that period of time and then yeah as soon as he gets to the main roster the name's stripped off him he's got a totally new thing and I get it because like ultimately Pete Dunne without a gimmick isn't really WWE main roster like in AEW he could do that like he could be the bruiserweight in AEW really easily but I get in WWE you need to have something mm -hmm. there needs to be something there and he was just the wrestler. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't quite yeah. a, a character, if that makes sense. So I get why they did that. Yeah, I get you. 
Do you know something else though? See if you really want to let us go in a whole other direction. The you know a while ago we were seeing how everyone's just a guy and no one's got like a gimmick and it was and it wasn't working. Well now I feel like they're giving the wrong people the gimmicks. The people mm. that should just be the guy. Like Pete Dunn is someone that should just be the guy because he is like he's, he's the bruiser, right? He comes out, he batters you, he manipulates all your joints and all that and stuff. You believe what he's doing, everything he does feels real because of all the joint manipulation and all that. Like it works. So he shouldn't really have a gimmick with us. Other people, he should they should be more than just a guy. I feel like they've kind of got that wrong lately. Everyone they've brought up in the last like year, they've gave them a weird name and they've given some sort of over-the-top gimmick, even if that's not what fits them and it just doesn't make sense yeah so at least triple h has got like well papa hunter has um, a good head in his shoulders do you know what i mean up here for thinking down there for dancing so. okay yeah well yeah talking of nxc uk um with pete dunn there's apparently a bit of a uh, worry around NXT UK um, at the moment, but there's not really any substance to these claims in it just now anyway. Um, it's just more of a, a sort of rumour that's came out through the Observer um, with Meltzer reporting about apparently due to recent NXT UK tapings being cancelled, there's a bit of worry around the crew on the future of NXT UK. Uh, the one thing I will say though is they do use the BT Sports Studio and obviously the football season's just came back, so I imagine the studio is getting used for a lot of stuff. Um, but, again, slightly worrying that they've just cancelled tapings instead of doing something else or working out something else. Um, but we have been watching a bit of NXT UK lately, so it's not it's not terrible, is it? It's, it's a decent show. thing is, it's not terrible, but it's not really anything, to be honest. If I don't watch it again, it's not the end of the world. I'd put it on, I'd, I'd enjoy it. Um, but to be fair, we've said it for a long time. Um, I felt like they forgot about it. I felt like it was its own thing when all these budget cuts and things were happening. I was surprised there's a lot of people that are still employed by NXT UK, and that's not bad on them. It's just when you look at the calibre of names they're getting rid of, and then there's some people that you kind of see on NXT UK. I know it's still a different product. There's not as many of them and stuff, but it was just a bit weird. Um, so it was kind of it was about time that they remembered what was going on so I'm not surprised it's happened my thing is I just feel like again it's not a bad show it's just really bland and I think it's worse to see because a lot of people on there I watched for years and I knew yeah. all the potential they had and everyone's like a watered down version of who they were I think maybe that's the case maybe for someone who's never who hadn't saw them again going back to like a lot of the guys were like my w and things and when you look at the things that we've saw them do the characters they wear how over the top and everything how cool they were to now just be a bit basic it's like kind of going to like you know when you go to like a family friendly show which is too family friendly and you're like you do um, yeah. it feels like that vibe so that's why i'm not really into it as much it's not a bad show though yeah i mean it, it's not it's not bad. It, there's there's some good guys in there. I mean, most of the guys in there are good, to be fair. Um, and the girls, obviously, include there. But, like, it, it's just a bit of nothing, really. Like, it doesn't seem important. So it's not worth... Like, I don't sit there and go, oh, NXT UK this week. 
Uh, obviously, just now they're doing the UK tournament again, the title mm-hmm. tournament. Um, but there wasn't, it didn't really seem that much of a big deal. Do you know what the thing is? And it's kind of the same thing that happened to the, the cruiserweights when they had them for a while. It feels so separate. Yeah. You don't care. Like, see, for example, NXT. You know that can potentially people can move up, people can move over, anything could happen, they can kind of do their own thing. It's kind of like a spin-off show. Do you know what I mean? Where if I don't see it, it doesn't matter. Whereas I feel like if I don't watch NXT, I'm like, oh, what if those guys end up with the main roster? I don't know who they are. Who's going to turn up? Is so-and-so going to be here? Is that going to happen? You don't get that with NXT UK, which is a shame because I was so excited when it started. Um, and I still think it has one of the best belts that they've brought out in years. Um, and there was so much potential. Like, see, when they had like the, the big tournaments before they actually had like a show, amazing. So it's just a bit disappointing, the fact that it's just a bit of nothing. Again, they could easily sort it by just incorporating that a wee bit more into their actual shows. Yeah. Um, but then it's the whole thing. When anyone did leave and they went to NXT, they would never go back. Like, it was just... Yeah, they did that, didn't they? Like, anyone good from NXT UK is now in America. Well, look, you have, like, Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. They did take Tyler Bate and then threw him back. Um He's a bit of a shagger, so put him back out. <laughs> um, Tony Storm. Tony Storm, and then she left because she's now doing OnlyFans. Fair play. Uh, Get that Kayleigh. cash. Oh, yeah. Kayleigh, why have we not talked about Kayleigh? She's... She's definitely a massive standout just now. I mean, the biggest one, the biggest one as well is uh, Walter, who's now Gunther. Yeah. Then a continental champion. Do you know what I mean? Like. So see, whenever you're really good, see people like them. But it's ironic. I know I just said they never bring anyone out, but they're really rare. It's like a very rare thing, and they act like they were never on NXT UK. That's the difference. And again, this is what I'm saying. It's insulting. They like watch all our products, but don't watch them too closely because we're going to pretend it didn't happen. Like, that's the problem they've got. So, sort yourself out, Chapman. Also, is it not still the, the old owners of Progress that have NXT UK? Uh, I think they're still involved, yeah, I think. Because they well, were... I mean, two of the owners of Progress. Uh, we don't talk about the other one. Um, yeah, I think, they're, I think they're still running things. They used to be really good. So, again, I don't know. There could be a lot of restraints. Who knows? Um, yeah, like, they're obviously... Yeah, they're not obviously in charge of it. Like they're involved, they're pretty much in charge yeah. of running the show. But yeah, they obviously have to answer to the higher ups. And I feel like BT has a lot to go with it as well. They're very like family orientated. So again, there's a lot of restraints. Just like let's see what happens. It'll be interesting to see. It would be sad if this was kind of the end of it, because I feel like number one, let's just not talk about it from a fan's perspective. The wrestlers in general, it'd be sad for them to lose out. Yep. But I think they need to have a bit of a shake-up. So maybe even if it's not like an end, maybe it's a couple of, or a little bit of time off. Let's see what comes out of it. And let's see. What one you go? Do you think we'll see any of them at Clash of the Castle? Like, do you think maybe on like a pre-show or something like that, we'll see any of the NXT UK guys? Even like Trent Seven or Tyler Bay or There's like that? definitely going to be some sort of jobby match, isn't there? There's going to be one where it's going to be like, you know they do in Saudi Arabia, where everyone comes out and they've got like a forty-five man like over the top. It'll be like that. Do you know what I mean? You'll have everyone. And also, Trent does a lot of like commentating for BT. So even if he's yeah. not doing that, he'll definitely be doing like 
commentating or something like that, I believe. So I hope we see them. It'd be nice to get a bit of representation. Do you know what I mean? We've not saw them in a while. Can I give them a bit of time on the big the big stage? Because they're never going to do that. They're never going to let the NXT UK guys out at WrestleMania. Do you know what I mean? So You never know. Or not. Well, like, what are we tending for? Throw so. Mark Andrews or something in there. Is he even still out? I don't know, to be honest. It's been too long since I've watched it. Like, again, I only watched that tournament the other day, like the first episode, and that's it. Oh, no, he is. He is, because he's wrestling next week in the UK tournament. Um, there you go, then. So, we've got one other bit of news I wanted to bring up um, on the on the podcast this week. I don't know if you have saw this, right? Because it's fucking brilliant, right? Um, but, and hear me out here, Mr. Blobby made an appearance on a wrestling show over the weekend. I thought I made this up. No, so this is real. I woke so, up, I like, I had a nap and woke up and this was on my phone and I thought it was a fever dream. So the clip was posted on Twitter initially by Ivy um, and it shows what seems to be Mr Blobby in a wrestling ring in a tent at some sort of festival or something. It was Glowworm Festival um, and it was on uh, House of Pain Wrestling. They are um, a wrestling school in Nottingham. So apparently it was the real Mr Blobby, the OG. Was Noel there as well? Uh, I don't believe so. Um so this is what uh, Inside the Ropes, ITR Wrestling, have posted. Um, that the Bumbling Pink Giant, sorry, the Bumbling Giant Pink and Yellow Spotted Star uh, was on the card at the recent Glowworm Festival in Thorbsby Park, Nottinghamshire, courtesy of House of Pain Wrestling. Uh, a clip, as we mentioned, um, of the match posted by Ivy, one of the wrestlers involved, shows Mr Blobby pushing her from the apron of the ring to the floor, has been shared online. It is unknown if Blobby won his match or if the bout will be eligible to be rated with Dave Meltzer's star system. And then goes on to explain who Mr Blobby is for those who are too young um, looking at Ronan King and Conor Malloy, um, the children that listen to this. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how this came about or what happened, but Mr Blobby was in a wrestling match. What is it this weekend with like all these random like people in costumes wrestling? I don't know. Like, like what's going on? What kind of world do we live in where Mr. Blobby's now wrestling? A great one. A great one is what it is. Now, hear me out. This is where I want to see more of this, right? Okay. So I'm talking WrestleZone, if you're listening to this episode. Um, Let's Wait. get. Oh, I have an idea. That's dangerous. It is. So you know, from the last episode, when I have ideas, it gets dangerous. So I'm going to, I'm going to sit straight so you can hear this one. Does it involve Lena inside? It could if you play your cards right. So you know how you've got that one in Japan where they're all dressed up. What's that called again? Kaiju, big battle. Yeah, but instead of that, it's all characters we grew up with growing up. So you've got Mister Blobby. You've got Bear in the Big Blue House. You've got Mop a Top Shop, right? All these sort of, like, people. Um, I don't know, someone else. The the Michelin Man. Do you know what I mean? 
Oh no, it's Rolf Harris. Boo. You've, Boo. Taken, you've taken that too far, right? Um, you've got like Sooty and Sweet and all that, right? Rosie and Jim. And it's just like cartoon wrestling. And it's like, oh, brilliant. It's a wee bit like Celebrity Deathmatch, right? Because they can do mental things because they're on costumes. Um, yeah. Do you know who I think would be on board with this? Ian Skinner. Oh, with, his, with his granny shoes. Leave his granny shoes. With his, his little granny shoes. Leave. He's not going to be happy with you. Man um, got on the walk with me, Lord. I think he's the only person that will see my vision and he'll be okay with this. So I'm going to have to work with him because I know that he was really into his Austin Powers one, right? I'm into bringing back characters. This can be a thing. He's also I, started um, refereeing the under 12s uh, after his training sessions. Uh, hence why he wears football socks everywhere now. I'm not getting involved. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my podcast. <laughs> oh, how do we get from Blobby to that? So, <laughs> speaking of nonsense, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, no. Uh, the views of Kayleigh Lafferty do not represent the views of the K&K Wrestle Factory. Um, I never called anyone an aunt, so I was just saying it was could be a segue. I mean, you kind of did. But anyway, um, <laughs> moving <I'd> on. Be... <laughs> moving on. Uh, we've wrapped up the news segment there. I think there's only one place to go from here, and it is into room 316. Yes. Now, um, we all know I'm quite a passionate person. Passionate's a nice word for saying angry, but it just paints me in a better light. So I already apologise in advance for my reactions and how I may feel. And if you're a headphone wearer. Now, for uh, to be fair, I'd recommend wearing headphones because I feel like some of the things that Kaylee might say should not be shared in public. Which is ironic because we're obviously recording this and putting it on the internet. Um, but anyway, if you've never seen the Room 101 concept, because again, some of you are so young, uh, essentially we pick some topics, we give our point, whether why it should be taken away, um, why it should be banished to Room 101 or Room 316, if you're us, for eternity. And then one of us, well, the other person decides if that was a good argument. And then uh, it's pretty much off ski. So, who wants to go first? I have a lot. I have a list of things that I want to banish. I have a list of things that I never want to see again. I just don't know if I'm ready to, to start, or should I go first? I think you should. Because what could happen here is this, I know what one of your ones is going to be, and um, it could just take up the whole episode. So I'll let you go first. I'm trying to try to pace myself. So the first thing that I want to send to Room 101 to die and never come back is he who should not be named. Do you know what I mean? Him. That Ian. Goldberg, you made me say it. I hate him. I actually hate him. I hate everything about him. I've never liked him, honestly. If I could banish him right here, right now, I would honestly kill him off. Dead to me. 
hate the bastard. Okay. So let's talk logically here, right? Logically. So what is it about Goldberg you don't like? Oh, everything. His stupid bald head, that dumb tattoo. <laughs> everything. Oh, he's just, he looks like, he, he, no, he looks like an offender. Do you know what I mean? Like, honestly, <laughs> I hate everything about him. Oh, like, I'm starting to see stars. Do you know what I mean? I can't stand him. He can't, he can't wrestle. He's got, like, three moves. I'm trying to keep myself calm here. Like, if I if I keep going, my blood pressure is going to be up here, and I can't have it up there when I'm meant to record for a while. So when were you first exposed to Goldberg? Like... Because obviously you weren't, you didn't watch WCW. As a child, I knew who he was. I never liked him. I just never liked him. And then he was in loads of movies. He would just pop up all the time. He was just always an arsehole. I just never liked him. And then he came back, didn't he? And he tried to fight um, Brock Lesnar. And oh, he just absolutely ruined my night. Well. Absolutely ruined it. It's a good point. So let's talk about that story then. So the first time... Sorry, the second time me and Kaylee ever meet. So it was the weekend of Fear and Loathing, the first one they ever did at the Hydro. Yeah. Uh, so they had a show before, the night before at the garage, which I came along to. I don't remember Kyle being there. Was introduced to Kaylee. I don't, so I remember meeting you and I thought you were dead rude because um, we were all standing, there was like a group of us and you wouldn't talk to me. And I thought you were hella rude. So after the show, um, Mark was like, should we add him to a group chat? And I went, nah, I'm never going to speak to him again. Funny how things work out. So Persistent is what you are. The night after Fear and Loathing, or sorry, the night of Fear and Loathing um, was Survivor Series 2016. And we went out to watch it. So we went to walk about um, to, to watch the show. Main event of that show was neither than Brock Lesnar against Goldberg. Honestly, I'm having Nam style flashbacks thinking about it. So, do you want to talk people through your your range of emotions and how you yeah. felt during that match? I'm going to paint a picture. So, again, there's like six of us there. Um, me and Kyle haven't really spoke much. Just past comments, we know each other. We're all hanging out and stuff. It is what it is. Um, I was going up and down to the bar and stuff. Wasn't drinking that night because I thought, I'm not going to drink tonight because I've only just met these people. I can't let them see Raja Keeley already. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't need to come out tonight. I'm just going to be on the, the cola. So I was, that wasn't slang either. I mean Coca-Cola. I should realise how that sounded. Don't think anyone thought that, but glad you clarified. Uh, I realised I was... In a pub in Glasgow with a wrestler, so I should probably mention it wasn't Coca Cola. So I was just just kicking about, watching the wrestling, having fun, getting dead into it, um, embarrassing myself. Some would say, um, having a good time, and then that match came on, and every single person in the pub decided to start chanting, didn't they? They all started being like, like chanting for him, and honestly, my blood was boiling, and I was doing everything in my power to make sure that none of these people that I'd just met knew how psycho I was. I was doing everything in my power. I was just sitting, I was chatting, like, keep it in, keep it in. So I'm sitting there, me and my pal Gary, and I'm like, 
it's nearly done. It's all right. He's nearly out. And then this big bastard's going to leave. Then we're going to see him again. This fire-breathing arsehole. I'm never going to see him again. Do you know what I mean? I was like, one and done. Brilliant. And then about eight seconds later, the match finishes. Honestly, I, I, I can't. I can't even describe what happened for there. I tried to flip the table, right? The table was bolted into the floor. I tried to flip the table. Now, if you want to take a side note for a second, for any of you that were listening and paying attention, this was the second time Kyle had met me. Kyle has now got engaged to me after seeing this performance. Clearly, he's tapped in the head. Like, this is like, do you know what I mean? Like, any sane person would not go out with someone after seeing them have a meltdown after a wrestling match. Do you know what I mean? Sober. But that's on you. That's another, sorry for another time. Honestly, it was the worst moment in my life. That was one of the worst things I've ever saw. I was raging. Proper raging. I've never been more of a Brock Lesnar fan in my life than that moment. No. You've got some, you've got several stories of watching Goldberg matches, right? So, we're not going to stay here all night talking about Goldberg, but one I'd like to to bring up is the match against The Fiend. Oh, fuck off. Honestly, I might put my headset down and leave. I don't know if I can deal with this one again. So, um, was this a show that I made you sick before it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it might no it might have been I can't remember was this the same show I made Kyle laugh so hard he vomited one time just while watching wrestling but we'll get into that later on that's another story for another time so honestly my blood is boiling right it's this room for anyone like this room is boiling and it's getting way warmer just with my blood pressure going up so basically it was The Fiend versus him. We all know the match inside Hell in a Cell. I'm pretty sure was it? No, it wasn't. No, it was in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it was in Saudi. Because this is the point. It was after he had the match in the Hell in a Cell where he got hit by the giant mallet. Oh yeah, I remember now. I remember now. Honestly, it's stressing me out. So yeah, so we were sitting. So it was after work and stuff. We're watching it on delay. Um, So I avoided spoilers coming home for work because you know how they're like on a Saturday. So I'm sitting on the couch, snacks, juice, everything's fun. Put the match on. And I was like, I swear, The Fiend has just been absolutely rattled by Seth Rollins, right? Hammers and everything and nearly died and he comes back alive and setting fire and all that stuff, right? Absolutely cushy. Absolutely 110, right? Good time. Not even hungover. Do you know what I mean? Guy's doing brilliant. And then he goes to Saudi Arabia. And I don't know what's happening over there. I don't know what hocus pocus they've got going on there. But for some reason, he fights him. And what happens? He gets what? A whole hammer. Does he haunt him? But then one faulty jackhammer decides that's it's gonna take it's gonna take it's gonna take the title. Honestly, is that what we're playing at? Is that the logic we're playing? Because I swear I got so angry. Do you want to know what I did? I stood up right from my own couch. I left my flat. I had to take myself for a walk. I had to take myself outside. It was pouring down. I took myself for a walk to cool down in the middle of a car park because I couldn't deal with it anymore. What I didn't know is, though, 
that Kyle had decided to, he knew the outcome of this match. He recorded my reaction, sent it to our friend Scout, who clipped me talking about this and put it in a drag mega mix. I'm basically famous, but I was actually raging. I swear, I don't think I've ever been that angry. Now, and I'm a very angry person. The devil's advocate here, right? Um, it's not even devil's advocate, it's my opinion. Watch your words. I think Goldberg's the fucking man, right? Like, he is the coolest. My ring is off. Like, I get these days he's a bit older, he's not as, but see Goldberg in his prime. Oh, nah, nah. what a monster. Honestly, Kyle, nah, I, I've just took my engagement ring off. We're done. We're over. That's us. Broke up. Done. Goodbye. Flog it. You better watch your words. Nah, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm not dealing with it. You've stressed me out. You've stressed me out. Even then, great actor. No, he's not. Oh my God, no, he's not. Don't even start me. Don't start me. What What were we watching not that long ago? And he was like in prison pretending to bum someone. <laughs> nah. The longest yard? I don't know. Nah, we were watching something and I swear, oh, I was watching it and he just happened to be there. Was it not? It wasn't Orange is New Black, was it? No. It was something like that. They were walking. Are you sure it wasn't Orange is New Black? I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't remember Goldberg being in that. He was definitely in something, and he just saw a clip. He just saw a bit of him. He was like reaching his hand through the gate when they're going into prison. No, was it not? No, it wasn't. Tammy, was it Tammy? Anyway, he was in something. You, you talk, and I'll try and find that. Right, it was either it wasn't Orange or Black. No, it could have been that. Was it not the Identity Thief? Or something we watched. Anyway, he was in something, right? And I swear, I saw a glimpse of him for like three seconds. The movie, done, done with. Oh, I can't stand him. Honestly, if he never turns up ever again, I'll be happy. Like, he's the reason I've not went back and watched old WCW. Because if I had to see his big, fat, baldy head ever again, he's got a head like a whale, right? And I'm not okay with it. And I've got nothing against baldy people. My dad's a baldy. I'm okay with him. Just him. I can't stand it. Was it by any chance Desperate Housewives? Oh, it was. It was Desperate Housewives. Like a comfort show. I put that on like a Sunday to try and relax and just try and calm down, watch the drama. And that big noggin turns up. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, can't stand him. Can't stand him. So, I we're going to go to the next topic because I can't I can't do this anymore. I think for everyone's safety, I think we do need to send Goldberg to yeah to also, room three sixteen. My arms are starting to go numb. I've got so stressed out. Oh. We finally did it. It only took us a year and a bit. We finally talked about Goldberg in the podcast. Uh, stop saying that name. So yeah, I have to one more time. Goldberg is officially in the K and K Wrestle Factory. Room 316. Also, when he's gone. Don't wish death upon people. Right. So, I'll let you relax and uh, I'll talk about my first thing I'd like to put in. My ring back on just now. Only because my finger feels bare. Okay. Uh, 
I'll talk about my first thing that I'd like to put into room 316, and that is tables matches. Elaborate. Okay, I will. So I think tables matches are the most boring, useless matches ever, right? So, like, if you think about it, think of, like, the different matches you can get. You know, a ladder match. Interesting because you've got to climb the ladder to get the briefcase title, etc. You know, you've got your sort of hardcore matches. There's different types of matches that all have a unique purpose, right? But a tables match, all it is, is just putting your opponent through a table. Yeah, I kind of get it, actually. Which, if you watch like a hardcore match or like a, a TLC or something like that, how much tables do they get put through? Hunters. And yeah. is it? And yeah, it can be a big moment, but it's not really the biggest moment of the match. So I'm, I'm just not a big fan of it because in theory you could throw somebody through one of those tables really quickly. Yeah. Then they do the whole oh, oh, do you know what I mean? Like that silliness. Not to a fan. be fair, I've never understood the the chant for a table. I've never been that buzzing to see a table. Yeah. You know what I mean, and like, how many tables does one person need? really like why is there always tables just kicking about that is a good yeah. point that is a very good point like yeah i'm just not a huge fan not a huge fan of tables matches i think i'll never get excited about a tables match see if there's a match being announced or a big pay-per-view and they go oh it's gonna be a tables match yeah. terrible now here's a good litmus test for this one can you name me any tables matches that you've enjoyed um, a TLC match, but not nope. just a tables match. Just a tables match. No. I don't think I've. I know matches have had tables, but not just a tables match. Now, if anyone can point me in the direction of a good tables match, and do I change my mind? Then hell yeah, let's go for it. I'm happy to look into that and see what you've got. But I have seen one tables match in person. Actually, I've yeah, I seen some in like I've seen some nice W actually, but like a, a WWE tables match, right? I've seen one in person, and it was the Usos against the Dudley Boys. Well, actually, technically, I've seen two because they messed up first night at WrestleMania, um, and it was terrible because again, tables match terrible. And don't get me started on the WrestleZone tables match. The Kings of Catch win the title. Oh, what was that? Well, it wasn't an official table. Did you tag the tables beforehand? Sorry, right. And not to get onto this point again. You've mentioned it a lot. It comes up every time, but what a silly thing. What a... Can you imagine having a ladder match? Oh, you didn't climb an official ladder. No, no. To be fair, though, there are, like, tables are bad, but there are worse ones, like... Or actually, what do you think about just a chairs match? Don't mind it. Is it because they're more versatile? You can do more with them? Yeah, and not even that. The finish of the match is still going to be a pinfall. Okay. What, what really annoys me about the tables match is the finish of the because match. Because that's the finish? You have to beat your opponent through a table. Silly. Okay. Fair. Especially Terrible. a tag team where you have to get them both through a table. 
Yep. Rubbish. Oh. Terrible. Do you, know how, do you know how to win one of them? Stay low to the ground. You can't get through a table if you're already low to the ground. Is that the Royal Rumble? The table. Yeah. If you're lower than the table, how are you going to get through it? Logic. That's what I say. You can't put them through the table, though. Well, see if you were lying on the ground, right? Imagine you were lying in the fetal position for some reason, right? I don't know why you would be. As most wrestlers do. <laughs> Knees up. See if I picked up the table and smashed it over you on the ground. Would that account as you go through the table? No. Because you've not gone through, through it. it. But like, you have went through the it. The table's smashed on you. Yeah, but you've went through it then? No. Or the table's went through you? Aye. Aye, it's a bit pish, really, in it. Of all matches, I've never been excited for a just a tables match. I think it's only really the Dudleys that do just tables matches. So Normally. what do you think? What do we think? Do you, are you gonna are you gonna agree with me on this one? Do you think we should uh, put tables matches into room three sixteen? I feel like a TLC I'm cool with, but just a tables match, pap it, put it over. Like there's a time and a place, and it's not for me. Well, there we go. Tables matches, you're out of here. Get out. Get Tables out. matches, gone. Done. Right, so, have we got a less angry second one here? Well. It's the big show. No, really. No, really. A, a wee bit less angry, but still. So you'll find there's a, there's a theme with all my ones, and it's I don't like things that are not logical. I like things that are logical, right? Mm-hmm. With that being said, I hate six-man tag titles the name of it not the concept the name of it because it's not six men that hold the titles it's three people that hold the titles and there's not always six people in the match there could be nine there could be 12 there could be any combination as long as it's like do you know what i mean a multiplication of three there's not always six people in the match so why is it called a six-man tag titles it's three men that hold it that's why you've got a tag title you don't have like a quad title. There's not four people that hold it. Do you know what I mean? You don't get all the four man tag titles. No, it's just tag titles. Okay. Do you get me? So I'm trying to think of promotions that have this, right? Ring of Honor had it. And Ring of Honor is the one that I'm thinking of, right? So I'm going to just double check something, right? Because it's called trios in other places. Because to me, it must only be able to be defended in a six-man tag. And if it does, fair enough. But it's not held by six people. It's not the six-man tag titles. Right, let's see. Um, I'm just going to see title defences and see if they have been in more than... Just six man tags. It's dumb, honestly. Like the marketing team could have thought of anything, and that's what they thought of. Do you get my logic though? I know, I get it because, like, it, the name's wrong, and yeah. ultimately, you, like, it doesn't bother me, like, in the slightest. But for someone like you, that is going to bug you mm. um, to no end. Um, so let's see, Ring of Honor. World six man tag team titles. Uh, title matches. Right, so that was just, that was six men. Um, let's see. 
Right, so every, I'm only seeing it being defended in six men tags. So just because it has, like, that's not part of the rules, though. You could have as many. And even then, it doesn't matter. It should not be called it, though. I don't think we're going to, you know, change your mind on this one. Wait, 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 wait. Is there a match? 26th of May 2018, the Ring of Honor World Six Man Tag Team titles were defended in a three way. There you go. There's nine people. <laughs> That's that, not six. I agree with you now. Now that that has been clearly done, it's been defended in a three way. Nah, I, I agree with you. Exactly. 100% agree with you. So hold uh, on, were you only going to agree with me because there was nine people in the match, not because the name was dumb? Well, the name's not dumb if you only do it in six-man tags. Uh, no, it is, because again, it's not six-man tag titles. There's not six men holding the tag titles. Yeah, but they hold it in a six-man tag. But that's no, that's wrong. Or they defend it in a six-man tag, sorry. No, no, because that's not what it is. Like, it's not, it's a six-man tag titles. There's not six men holding it. And then, if not, it'll just be six men tag titles. So, is there going to be, like, three groups of two? Right, not to get into the proper semantics of all this, but, like, for example, the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. They're not saying that the title holder is Intercontinental. Don't start me on that. That's they're a whole say- other thing. They're saying that the title is Intercontinental not the champion. So the, the six-man part is describing what the title is. No. Not what the person who holds the title is. No, that's that's not true. Like, Crash Holly was the the hardcore comparing, champion. You're comparing apples and oranges. And he was the hardcore champion. He was hardcore when he held that. No, because the titles are defended in hardcore titles. They're not saying he's hardcore. Yeah, but he is hardcore because he's got the hardcore title. You're not going to win. Just put it in the vault and move on. But then, devil's advocate to this point again. Oh, right? you're no, this devil, I swear. No, I'm on, I'm on your side here, right? World Heavyweight Championship. The person who holds it is a heavyweight. Yeah. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you 100%. And that's the thing of honour being out of business for stupid decisions. This title yeah. is getting fucked because of that match in 2018 in the Crystal Palace National Sports Centre in London um, between the Kingdom, Bullet Club and SoCal Uncensored, which actually sounds a very good match. But, yep, it was nine men in that tag team match. Get it in the bin. Yep, bye. Like Medusa. So, it is gone. Now, what have I got for you? Right, let's see what I've got. So we've had tables matches. Tables matches are gone. What else should bring it to the table? Well, ironically, what am I bringing to the table? Um, here's one that really bothers me, right? And it is wrestling fans with a gimmick. Right? And this is something that really bites my banger, right? So examples of this. Frank the Clown. Brock Lesnar guy. Yeah. 
the guy who wears the white suit. Yes. Sign guy. The guy in the, the bright orange t-shirt. That guy. That guy that goes to NXT UK we used to with the headband and the Hawaiian shirt. And he cries when someone sits on his seat. These people. Like a bitch. Yeah. Not a fan of it. And the reason behind it is... The Carlito guy at Progress. The guy who always wore the Carlito shirt for four oh. years solid. Like, there's something about it that really annoys me. I think it's just the case that you're... It's fine to get involved in the show, right? It's fine to be that guy that, you know, has a bit of back and forth with the wrestlers. Uh, we do it ourselves, you know, like, that's what the show is. It's an interactive show wrestling, right? Yeah. It's not a, It's not just performance, you know what I mean? Like, it's interactive. Um, otherwise, there's no point doing it. But, like, they're really trying to shoehorn themselves, I don't they? Like, imagine sitting in front row dressed as a clown. Is that, like, what was that girl called? Is it? Don't get me she, fucking started on Izzy. Well, I was going to say, she's the worst for it. So this is the thing. There's a difference between... So even then, I will play devil's advocate this time. See the people that go to the show and they maybe just always sit in the same place where the same thing, right? It's a bit weird, but fair play. They're doing their thing. It's again, I get you when they're trying to get themselves involved, but not in the involved, like interacting with the show trying to like get themselves over which is weird like I remember there was like um a show we went to and there's a guy dressed up in my costume just trying to get involved in the matches and it's like you're you're not part of it like stop like you're just being weird now like fans shouldn't have gimmicks um it's it's just strange so yeah I feel you it's when they try and make it about them when you're trying to watch the show and you're like, right, you're, you're actually, you're now like taken away from the show and not adding to it, which is just kind of disrespectful to the guys in the ring. Yeah, like the things they're saying and the things they're doing isn't in relation to what's happening in the ring. They just want everyone else in the crowd to like pop for them and it's like, yeah. you're just a big sweaty virgin, like sit down. Which is normally true. So, fair. So yeah, just not a big fan of it. It's just something that really oh, grinds my gears. I think... It's just, I don't know. There's something about it. It just rubs it the wrong way. It gives you the ick. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that's your dad. Oh, so you're down Monday Night Raw again, dressed as Sting. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But that's the thing. And it, so it's weird at, like, big shows, like WWE, when you see them and do all that, like, that's one thing. But see when you go to, like, these random, like, indie shows... And you see them do it, and it's just strange. Like, when you go to, like, I don't know, like, Discovery, and they're just sitting, you're like, what are you doing? Like, calm down. Yeah, it's just, as you know, a bit of me. Have you not thought... Lot... What were you going to say? Have you not thought about bringing your replica woman's belt to just wrestle zone shows from now on? And just sit in the front row like that? No, because my toxic trait is, I always say if you bring a belt, you should defend it. Um, and I would. But I know I'd win. So that's why I don't take it places because if someone pretended to fight me, I would fight them. Um, so if you want me to bring it and you want to fight me for it, fair play. Like, ha- like fair play if you beat me. So I might. Kyle tried to convince me to get the card up and I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. 
Yeah, but if there's ever a place to bring it, you don't really get out of the house that much. I took it out when I dressed up as Trish Stratus. Once. I also wore it when I dressed up as Leah. Twice. Twice. Two times later. Um, this is the thing. If I was in cosplay, I would do it. So, for example, for Halloween, because we've had some people say what I should be for Halloween, and if it happens to be someone that holds one of those titles... China. Then I'll take it. No, honestly, China is like, that's the cosplay I want to do, but I'm not fit enough yet. Like, I need bigger arms. Since I have little scrawny arms. Um, once I um, I'm fit, I'll go as China. Fair. I've got the jaw for it. <laughs> Kayla, you can't make a China jaw reference. She's dead. That's rude. Kayla was slagging my own jaw. I but you're slagging hers. Well, she's dead. She's not going to hear about it now, is she? Apparently, did you see the documentary that came out about the other day? Mm. Oh, about DX. Everyone was saying she looked really good. Like, how they portrayed her looked really good. It is a shame for China. She has been, you know, in some terrible places, you know, like Dundee. Um, oh, so... I thought you were talking about the porn she was in. And I was like... Hey, what the hell? Get up, you Dave Lowe. Um, so... Fans like a mic. Fans like a mic. Gone. Yeah, bend in them. The bin. Bend them. We shouldn't even give them that much time. That's what they want. What's your next one? Right. This is just a small. I'll, I'll go with a light, a light-hearted one. I'll take a couple okay. of seconds out. This is again more um, your wee independence. But see if you want me to get really invested in the wrestling night. You really want me to get into it. And as much as I don't want you to salt my intelligence, but. Don't be having a massive big feud wanting to bat each other and then in the break, standing side by side at the merch stand, having a laugh. Um, again, people like me, I don't care as much. But see, there's loads of kids and all that that are really into it. Like, it just, it, it irks me. Do you know what I mean? Or the thing even worse, like, oh, the main event tonight is going to be this person gets this person. They're having a big grudge match. Um, but at the break, you can meet them both and get a photo with them both um, for a fiver. So just gonna stand beside them. It's just a small thing. It's not like a big thing. It's mostly just again for me, it doesn't matter. But seeing you've got all the wings that are like, eh, what's going on here? I just don't like it. That's all. I get you. I get you. It's one of those ones that's like keep, then, the ma- keep the magic alive. Yeah, but then it's ironic. So on the other hand, if they take themselves too seriously, that also I don't like that either. But the thing is, right, see if you are in, like, WWE or AEW or, like, one of the big companies and you do that, you take it that seriously, bang on, right? Yeah. See if you wrestle, like, every other month and work in Asda during the week, but for some reason you act like you're a fucking luchador every day. That's weird. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's a bit weird. Yeah. That's what it gets me. Yeah, that's that's strange. So yeah, I feel like I get it. Don't you don't have to be in your, your gimmick twenty four seven. But if you're if you're at the show, like during show hours is what I'm going to call it. During show hours, like on duty. Yeah, just before it, during, just after, be part of the magic. Anytime out with that, do what you want. Right, you like hold hands, skip off at a distance, whatever you want. But during that time, just. Let's just be part of the magic. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what it is at the end of the day. Like, come on. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we'll get rid of it. Get okay. out of here. I'm just, I'm just going to agree with all of them at this point, I think. Um, so this is one that's a bit controversial, maybe. Um, okay. The next person that I would like to place into room 316. A person? So we're sending someone else in? Is Christian. Oh. I don't know if I can defend this one. Because he's shite, right? He is shite. He is absolute joby. Christian is nothing, right? He's bland, he's boring, his matches are never that good, right? Um, I know people go, oh, but he's like, Edge is better. Everyone says Edge is better, but he's better than Edge. Cool, you might be better than Edge. He's shite too, right? But Christian, get him in the bin, right? He He's called Mr. Chris, like Captain Charisma, right? Which is ironic. Which is the most ironic thing ever, right? Because he has no charisma whatsoever, right? He wears a little hood. Well, he did in TNA. He used to wear a little hood and be like, ooh. Fuck off, right? Not a fan. Not a fan of Christian. He's just... Oh. What made you hate him? I've always hated him. Is it... But did you always hate him? Wait, or, actually, no. Or is it people try to push him down your throat, which make you hate him now? Right, so here's the thing. I realised I didn't always hate him, right? Okay. So when he was an edging Christian, I, I liked him, right? He was okay. When he was... But he was second tier. When he was on his own with the like string vest and long tights, long hair, he was still okay, right? Okay. See when he had the shaved hair and like, oh, he's so just the, terrible. He's never. You, oh. Is it like the Torres effect? As soon as he like cut his hair, he lost his power? It's not even that. Like, he's never looked good, right? He's never looked good. He's never been that entertaining in the ring. He's never really been... A, is it a frog in your throat? Yeah, I've got so angry, I've got gas. <laughs> so, we've got... He's just... Oh, he's just not that good. Um, and, yeah, this is the other point. What really irks me, because there's a lot of wrestlers that aren't that good, is this, oh, Christian, oh, he should be in the Hall of Fame, oh, he's the best wrestler. No, he should be in the Hall of Shame, right, because he's shite. Yeah, nah, I don't Jobby know wrestler. Why. Do you know, like, I'm going to back you up on this one. Christian never used to really offend me. He was just there. I liked edging, like you, I liked edging Christian when I was younger. I thought they were really cool, right? Always big fan. The minute Christian went on his own, I never liked him. But I didn't not like him. I just felt so indifferent because he was boring, right? And see, now, now I still kind of feel that way. What does annoy me, though, is all the Christian shaggers, right? There's people that just absolutely just want to shag him um, just because they're like, oh, he deserves everything. Oh, my God, he should be like, fuck off. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Like, he does not deserve to be solo in the Hall of Fame. He deserves to win as Edge and Christian, but not solo in the Hall of Fame, for example. Like, he's just a bit meh. Apparently, he's doing a lot better in AEW, but I'll be honest, I don't really watch AEW often enough to really see what's going on it seems to be he's just doing the same thing he was doing 10 years ago but with a new person poor jungle boy and jungle boy i feel it's carrying it but again i don't watch aw enough to really comment on it so i'll i'll back you up he's just pissed right and i'll give you one redeeming quality about christian right 
that entrance music used to have in WWE. Yeah. Who goes to Razzle? That one, right? Yeah. But then I was thinking that in my head. I went, actually, he's got a belt on entrance tune. But that wasn't him. He had nothing to do with that. Do you know I mean? He's not, he's not been in the studio singing along. It's not like Big Show. Well, you know what I mean? Like, he's not singing his tune. What about when he had, like, Tyson Tonko? Did you like, like, that version of him? No. No? I like Tyson Tonko. And he's really terrible tattoos. I used to have a figure of Tyson Tonko. Why? Do you know what I've never had? A Christian figure. Do you know why? He's shite. Actually, I think you find you do. No, like... if it's one of your ones, doesn't it count? Yeah, well, ninety well, percent of the ones in there are mine. Because he's not there. I do have a Christian signed eight by ten. There's a Christian there somewhere because I have Edge. Oh, you'll be in the bag somewhere. Oh, have you, you not even put him out? You won't be up on display. Oh, I'll never only... display anything to do with Christian. Is that only the cool ones that are in there? It's not even just the cool ones. I feel like one day we have to show like all the cool ones we've got. Like I can see Raven from here. Got Magnum TA. No. It's very random. No, Magnum TA was the man. Yeah, but it's random that you've got Magnum TA as a figure. No, what's really random is I've got the Berserker in there. Oh, yeah, that is weird. Mental. But anyway, Christian, terrible. Um, I know this one will get a bit of heat on it, right? Because last time I said this, people were like, oh, but Christian's great. No, he's not. And if you think he's great, you're wrong, right? And maybe that if, says more about you than me. If you can tell me a Christian match which did not include like edge in it then i'll listen but unless you're saying it's like one of the tlc's or something or anything with the hardies or whatever then i don't believe you so yeah fuck it shove them in shove them in also one of the least deserving um heavyweight champions ever but anyway get he's gone he's out of here cheery bye um don't let the door hit you in the way out Okay. And I'm, I'm sure he's a lovely person, by the way, right? Unlike Kayleigh with Goldberg, personally, I don't wish death upon Christian or anything. We've I just, used a quota for that name. I just don't like him. It's like, for example, right? See Ross from Friends, worst yeah. character ever, right? But David Schrummer, right? Cool. I'm sure he's a lovely fella, right? So yeah, actually, well, see Christian as a person, quite nice. Like when he does like his Edge and Christian show, quite all right. I can stomach him. But as a wrestler, just don't care. Like, honestly, when he turns up, don't care. But that's just it. So, do you want another one of mine? Let's go for your last one. We'll do one, one more each, and let's one see what more. you're thinking. Right, well, I have a couple, but these are just more observations, so I'm going to go with the one which I think needs to go straight in the vault. Okay. Dumb de- death matches. But I'm going to elaborate on what I mean by this. Okay. So, I know a deathmatch wrestling, um, which is different for hardcore. I know it's not everyone's type of match, which is fair. So, a lot of people might not even have like a say on what this one is. What I don't get is there's certain things in death matches which can be entertaining. Again, I wouldn't say they're my favourite type of match, but I'm not opposed to them. See when it builds up, and like it builds up and builds up, like any sort of match, you wouldn't just go straight in for the hardest thing, and that's you. When the match kind of builds up, you get to that, you have like your big moments and stuff makes sense. But seeing you're going straight away and just absolutely slash someone in the first like three seconds, and then you feel like everything then just goes at the same level the whole way through makes no sense. Or just when you've got, for example, when you watch like all these promotions which only do deathmatch wrestling, 
and I feel like I get nothing from it. They're just they're just hurting each other for no reason. Like there's nothing behind it. There's no reason why they're having a death match. I just can't stand that. Or when they use weapons that are just they hurt more than they look good. Like the person's genuinely hurt themselves, but it wasn't that impressive to watch as like the consumer. So I'm like, why are you doing that? Like carpet grippers. Carpet grippers look like shit and they hurt. Why would you do that? Whereas I am a bit of paper when you do the whole thing, very impressive. Do you know what I mean? Like that's my thing. Just dumb death matches. Yeah, so kinda like why when it becomes a death match does all the logic of wrestling go out the window? Yes. So for example, someone's getting like like again that disgusting light tubes over their head, they're getting slashed in the face, they're getting this, they're getting that, they're getting this, and the guy just then stands up and goes, here we go. No, like, what are you playing at? Like, what's going on? Or just get pizza cutter to the face, and you're like, oh, hi, everything's fine, cool, whatever. You still use your wrestling logic. Like, you shouldn't then, and I know the thing is, so a lot of the, like, the deathmatch wrestlers, they can't fucking wrestle, hence why they do deathmatches, right? Which that's a whole other topic but I just feel like just because you're doing a death match doesn't mean that you should just let everything like go to the side that's why people like John Moxley or even lately like Matt Cardona they Aspen still face. Aspen face too yeah of course I'd say him but yeah but I will actually yeah put him in the list people like them they have a match which has death match qualities to it they don't just have that like someone Controversially, I'm going to mention their name, who used to be really good at it, was Mikey Whiplash. You would actually enjoy, I know, you would enjoy the matches. You felt like you knew what was coming of it. Jimmy Havoc as well. Like, see their match they had at the garage? That was a death match, but you knew it was happening. It told a story. You went through with it. It had its peaks and troughs, and you felt like you were on a ride, and you enjoyed it. Whereas I saw other ones where I'm like, these two people genuinely just try to hurt each other. And I feel nothing. Like, it's just a bit weird me watching this. I feel like I shouldn't be watching it. I get you. And I do love a death match. And I probably enjoy the matches that you're talking about. But I completely get what you're talking about. Like, the matches definitely feel more organic and have a better payoff if it's done properly. And they're not just going out and battering each other to Mm -hmm. smithereens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why I like doing it. For example, I've solo the deathmatch tournaments. Like, I even, like, back in the day, saw the one that was in the classic grand deathmatch tournament, and it was good. You felt like they were fighting for something, and you understood it. Whereas, again, I've watched just, like, shows, which are just deathmatch promotions, and it's like, this guy's going to just, like, knife this guy over here for no reason. There's not even, like, a title on the line. You're getting nothing from it. They're just going to go in and just have, like, a board of knives, and you're like, ah... Brilliant. What are you doing? Like, get over yourself. Like, you weird old man. Why are you just slashing yourself in the weekends for a fiver? Like, go over yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, illogical death matches. Yeah. We'll get them right. We'll get rid of them. They're gone. Yeah. Dead. Done. What's your last one? Now, this is going to seem a bit of a... What's the word I'm looking for? 
don't know, I'm not in your brain. My words have gone. Um, but it's going to seem a bit silly that I'm saying this, right? Because I am currently wearing um, some wrestling merch. Um, but wrestling merch. And hear me out, right? Because explain this one. Because I'm not saying get rid of all wrestling merch, but it's a specific type of wrestling merch. And it's not like I can't really pinpoint it, right? But nothing annoys me more than like lazy wrestling merch. And it's like, oh, here's my logo on a black Gildan t-shirt. Give me 20 quid, right? Okay. What thoughts got into this? Wait, what this is a product, right? Why should I buy this? Now, for example, this top here. Funny. Funny. My ham. Otis with ham. My ham. Right? Funny. There's a bit of humor to it. Okay. I I wore this today at work. I got several compliments, right? You also Listen. own the my peach as well. Of course. Now, what's interesting though, this top here is technically a Mandy Rose t-shirt. So she probably gets the money from these ones, whereas Otis would get the money from the My Peach ones. But I feel like less people would buy the My Peach ones. But anyway, so take, for example, Aspen Faith, right? I know we talk about him a lot, right? But he's he's probably the best example I can think of for this one. His series of the skull sort of t-shirts. I don't know what he calls them, but the the skull t-shirts, right? So we had the initial one, the OG, which if you were lucky enough to follow back then, you'll have, I think he still sells them now on Teespring, but you would have got the original run, right? Then it kind of grew with him and the more he got into like death matches stuff it like became more disheveled all that sort of stuff right so like there was a continuation of like this character within his merch and it was unique do you know what I mean like that design was unique for that merch um to be fair actually I'm going to comment on that I remember the first time that I saw Aspen was in Paisley and one of the first things I said so again I didn't know who he was, never saw him before. I turned around to Gary and I was like, no idea who this guy is, but he looks different from everyone else, kind of feeling his vibe because he came out with the braids and then I saw he had that top and I liked it and I was like, oh, that's really cool, he stands out. And then ironically, when me and Kyle met for the first time, I said, there's a really cool guy with braids and he was like, that's Aspen and I love him. And then he was basically, well, you could probably tell how he spoke after that, do you know what I mean? So... As what it is. But yeah, like you've got people like that that put the effort into the merch. Um, and even little things like when you go to Aspen's merch stand, it's not just the t shirt and the 8x10. He's got the wee key rings, like he's thought about things, like there's badges, all that sort of stuff. Like you, there, there's thought going into it. See, when you go up to a merch stand and there's a black t shirt with a logo on it and an 8x10. Oh, brilliant. That's exciting. Let me buy that. No, what annoys me more, it's not when it's a logo, when it's just their name. Even worse. Even worse. And I've I've bought a lot of these t-shirts. It's probably what annoys me more than anything. Um, A good example, again, of merch, Ronan King, at the last Razor Zone show, was selling signed sunglasses 
fucking genius that is. Do you know why? It's different. Do you know who... So I have a lot of random T-shirts over the years. Do you know whose T-shirts I used to buy a lot because they were just really cool designs? BT Gun. Yeah. BT Gun always had cool ones. He had, like, especially during the NAK era, he had, like, pop culture T-shirts and stuff. And again, I was like, I don't want to get the same person T-shirt, like, the same one that everyone's got. Every single person has, like, my name, black T-shirt, whatever. He had, like, a Keenan Kel one. He had, like, a... Um, and Abe's Oddity, which is one of my favourite video games ever. Like, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I think was really, really cool. So just someone who's got to use something different. I feel you. I agree with you. And even little things like other pieces of right, like merch that I alluded to. Do you know what I mean? Like, not just t-shirts. Like, let's do something else. Let's do something interesting. You know, I don't know what exactly, right? But, like, the sunglasses Ronan does, the key rings that Aspen does, like, those little things, it's something unique and right see i get that they want to sell a t-shirt because it'll be 15 20 quid whatever people don't always have that money especially like kids to buy a wrestling show right so if you've got like something wee that they can take home for like a fiver or something they're more likely to get that do you know what i mean so it's little things like that and also who buys eight by tens what's that all about I get it though, like I can I can understand it's easier to get t-shirts. You could probably print them for a decent price and you're more likely to sell them. So it's less of like a a risk, especially if you're you know, like not got a lot of funds to do it. I get that. But it is also cool if you've got something which is more like unique to yourself and you're like, oh, that's like really cool. That's like something which is for them. Like I've got loads of really cool things over time. Um yeah. Just like have something like you're saying a bit more unique is just it's interesting, but I do appreciate that not everyone can do it. Do you want not enough wrestlers have trading cards? Oh, that's cool actually. Like just releasing limited ones every so often. Like I love a trading card. So here's the thing, right? And this is something that I'm sure I can't remember who was talking about this, but this is something a wrestler spoke about years ago, right? Things like that, right? So a trading card, right? You can only get it at certain shows. So people have to go to the shows. One, it's getting people in the door. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you've got fans and you're wrestling in a town and it's not necessarily going to be, like, a great show. Like, for example, Aspen, right? Probably one of my favourite wrestlers, right? But... Oh, really? Oh, you've never mentioned? No. But there's certain shows that if he's on, I'm like, eh, if the rest of the card's decent, I'll go, but whatever. Not worried about missing it. But if someone like him, for example, had like limited edition runs of certain things, like a trading card or whatever, I would want that. And if I was limited to a show, then that's making me more likely to go to that show, etc. So things like that's quite interesting. But again, and, yeah, and also see if you had something like that, if you really had to go to the merch stand to get your cards, you're more likely to buy something else. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. It's just little things like that that make the difference but yeah that's my thing lazy merch lazy wrestling merch yeah that's it's gone yeah get out of here send it off i'm fair with that like that makes sense also see when it comes to merch i get everyone loves like a black normal t-shirt right but you know what i would love you know how wrestlers are really good at cutting up their t-shirts see if you could cut up for me in advance painting do you know what i mean have some wrestler cut t-shirts for a sale and all Oh, like, see, when you get a Fitbit top and you can get, like, 
the player issue and like the this like standard <laughs> yeah so they sell a standard but for like yeah. an for, ironically it's less fabric but for like an extra like five quid you get the yeah. player issue uh-huh. I, I like know. it like that's it. why it used to annoy me see whenever they used to put like designs on like the sleeves i'm, I'm cutting it off anyway oh um, do you know another good thing about like a merch idea um what was her name candice loray when she was on the indies she used to bake cupcakes or something like that not it always something like that for a merch stand and sell them yeah. genius do you know enough people do pins and patches Yep. I love a patch. Like pirate patch. Aye, that's what I mean, big man. Or jacket patch, of course. Or an experience. What do you I mean? Don't, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, you know, when we saw the shock master, he could put his helmet on. Do you know what do you know a thing, right? What? Wrestlers should start like you can pay to accompany them to the ring. Oh my god, yeah. So every night at the merch stand, start of the night, hundred pound. Do you look at bed? Hundred pound, you can t- walk. You can walk somebody to the ring, right? Somebody would buy that most nights. Are you? Maybe. I'd try and get a discount. I'd try and get a freebie. That's um, a bit of that. But yeah, we'll we'll stop talking about merch. But yeah, mer- lazy merch is gone. It's out of here. And just that, wait for in six months' time where Kyle makes K and K WrestlePod merch and it's just going to be our names. Nah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Never. Um, I want pants. I want to sell pants. Just in general them. or as merch? <laughs> well, for the right price. Um, just with like our face on it. <laughs> you can have us in like, your butt cheeks. How funny would that be? K- anyway. K and K pants. Uh, get your panties in a twist you worry me sometimes but anyway that's our room 316 gone and done and dusted I thought it was quite therapeutic to be honest I'm more stressed than I started oh well I guess it works in different ways for different people but I mean I've probably got a list longer than my arm of things that could go on that into room 316 going forward so interesting to see if we do one of these at some point in the future. Well, what I want to do is see when we start getting more guests on, I want to ask them what they would add to the room. Yeah. We'll start having a collection. That could be a thing. Yeah. That, that could get dangerous. Yeah. Uh, it's when they add me to the room and I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> Wrestling podcasts. Oh, well. <laughs> what do we do? But yeah, that is us for another week here on the K&K Wrestle Factory. We're two weeks in a row now. Let's see if we can make it three. Uh, let's see how let's see how long we can go consecutively. What's the longest we've done? Three weeks? Is that no, the most we've done? It was two. And um, we all have three because we're doing another one in a couple of days' time. So. Uh, absolutely. So we're gonna we're gonna be sorted. So as I mentioned earlier, we are more active on TikTok right now. So make sure you follow us over there and you might see some of these clips and other exclusive content. If you disagreed with anything that we said today or you know, want to challenge us on our opinions i feel like christian is going to be a controversial one goldberg might also be controversial right but we'll see again we've hit the quota we're saying that but if you want to get involved with any of that chat follow us over on twitter the twitter and the tiktok are both kk wrestle pod give us a wee follow um, and come say hi 
And if you like the podcast, make sure you do leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Follow over there. And if you're watching our lovely faces over on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, and leave us a comment on what you would put into Room 316. Again, guys, as always, thank you very much for tuning in to the podcast. Kayleigh, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up? Just if anyone's got anything they want us to talk about, you want me to rant about, you want me to go absolute tonto about, you know I'm here. Just you fire away at your lass. Um, we've got a lot coming up. We, again, have reviews. We have interviews. We've got all, all the views. All the views. All the views. Um, we've, got, we've got everything coming up. So just you wait and see. We are now regular. Um, it's going to be fun times. But again, let's see who actually listens to these ones because if we've not reviewed WrestleZone, no one gives a shit. So that's a thing. But um, no, it's it's all it's all fun and games. We're back at it. And yeah, get used to us. And on that note, thank you very much for listening or watching. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.